this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Well, here we are. You know, it always bugs me about these missions, is no matter how many times I go over worst-case scenarios in my head, I never take the weather into account. Yeah, sorry about that. I was going to say something about thinking it was going to rain later on, but I got a bit distracted. Yeah, well, a poncho would have been nice. I'm a bit more worried about other contingencies we might not have prepared for. Is everybody armed here? I've got my daggers. Well, I brought my own bad self, but after that conversation we had last time about whether or not my night powers actually worked in here, I decided to bring a pistol. Alchemic? Naturally. What about you, Cole? Hey, that's a good question. You know, in all the time we've known you, I've never actually asked what you use for weapons besides your arm. Polymer wrist catapult and good old-fashioned slings with rocks in them. It's hard to come by sophisticated ammo out here, so I like to go with pretty basic materials. That sounds wise. And I've got a hunting knife for backup. How's our passenger doing? And of his laptop? Hasn't made a peep so far. We'll see how that goes once we get through the door. I'm not exactly looking forward to that experience myself, but I guess it's your call. That's a good question, by the way. Who's in charge with Hanover gone? Um, Well, don't look at me. Officially, I'm a bus driver. And I'm an independent contractor myself. I guess that leaves you, Nero. I despise being management, but I guess I'll do it if I have to. All right, simple enough plan. We go in. I'll be on point. We stay together. We start looking for clues as to where Hanover is. Good a plan as any. Fair enough. And second top priority, everyone stay on your toes. Once I get this laptop inside, I don't know what it's going to cause. Just brace for any surprises. Ready when you are. Okay. One... Two, three. Dr. Forrest, dial 118, please. Dr. Forrest, please dial 118. Well, that is a surprise. Technical Difficulties presents The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, The Lightning for Hire, Part 9. Are you comfortable? Oh, I suppose. Hard to say, really. This is my first experience with a straitjacket, so I don't have much to compare it to. Hmm. I had you brought to my office because I have read Dr. Aziz's informal evaluation of you. Oh, I hope I made a good impression. I'm a big fan of his bedside manner, you know. Hmm. Well, if you must know, I find his assessment of you characteristically charitable. Ooh. I'm guessing charity's not a popular virtue with you, Dr. Kasperzak. 
It is a luxury I can ill afford at the moment, Mr. Phillips. Sir Phillips, if you don't mind. I have the common decency to refer to you as Dr. Kasperzak, even if you've done nothing to indicate that you actually deserve that position. Sir Phillips, then. Thank you. She does not like having her authority questioned. That could be a useful weakness. Your presence in my facility has been most disruptive, Sir Phillips. Well, we both have jobs to do. I was just doing mine, so I suppose you'll have to take that up with my employers. You have interfered with the developmental progress of one of the patients in my care, thus forcing the rescheduling of certain procedures. Now, you see, now that's where I'm a little bit confused here, because is Helen a patient or a test subject? I mean, I'd like to think there's a difference between the two, but I'm not a medical professional, so... Sir Phillips... Might I remind you that, as a doctor, I currently hold your life in my hands. Even given extenuating circumstances, I can keep you here as long as I like for observation. Tests, perhaps even some experimental procedures to help you with your problem. All for my own good, of course. Of course. And I'm sure those extenuating circumstances stem from the fact that this isn't really a hospital in the normal sense of the word, is it? I mean, since I've arrived here, I haven't seen hide nor hair of any other patient. I mean, I've seen you and Dr. Aziz, and I've seen a glimpse of a couple of technicians here and there, and uh, then of course there are the big burly guys in the white uniforms who brought me here, the one with the tubes coming out of the back of their necks. I tried to break the ice as we were walking down the hallway here, but they uh, didn't say much. The orderlies in this facility are very professional. I trained them myself. They were human once, but respond only to her now. Be careful, Sir Phillips. She has every right to be confident in their power. I'll make sure to give them the respect they deserve. Do so. And please tell your friend to stop interrupting me while I am talking. It is most inconsiderate. Oh, can you hear me? How very entertaining. Your kind is well known to us, and not beyond the reach of our influence. Are you offering me a challenge? Please say yes. It's been so very long. Perhaps. Or perhaps you would be happier with a more personal arrangement. I could offer you access to power that this so-called knight could not even comprehend. Oh, a pact. How tempting. How tantalizing. To once again be free. To seek what I may devour. I already have an engagement. I must decline. For you see, while you may offer me such power, that power is limited in its scope. A cul-de-sac, if you will. Whereas, my current master's journey promises so much more. It offers me the one thing that you would never offer me. So be it, then. What's she doing? I'm afraid I'm about to be dismissed, Sir Phillips. I shall contact you as soon as I can, but do not despair. Help is on the way. I'll try to bear that in mind! <laughs> Trust now we can speak uninterrupted. If you say so. I shall get you a tissue, Sir Phillips. Your nose appears to be bleeding. Funny. So does yours. So it does, 
More of a struggle than I expected. Yeah, well, my friends are tenacious that way. <laughs> so very ignorant. Your friend was more than happy to abandon you. You refused to let it go. My struggle was against you. Well, I guess that's something to be proud of. If failure is something to be proud of. So what are we supposed to do now? I don't know. Let's wait for Toby to get back, and then we'll figure something out. Well, I'm back, so you may as well start thinking. How are the other doors? Oh, same as this one. From the outside, everything looks normal and empty. Once you walk through the doors, even the glass ones, though, you're inside a fully functioning hospital. I don't understand. Is that earth in there? I don't know. I can't say for sure without checking it out in detail, but from the outside looking in, there's nothing but humans in there. It could very well be. Or it could be an illusion. Could this be the effect the laptop's causing, then? But I don't know. I mean... <sighs> From all I can tell, it's still dead. <sighs> Great. Well, the way I see it, we have no choice one way or the other. We have to go in. Not, not looking like this way, not obviously. Okay, good. So you did bring a glamour with you. Fantastic. At least you'd be able to pass for human. Are you kidding me? An Earth-registered glamour? Any idea how much one of these things is worth? I never go anywhere without it. Well, that's two of us down since I don't need a disguise. What about you, Cole? Sorry, can't help you there. I don't carry a glamour around because I'm a ranger out in the wilderness on the off-road. I don't need one. Yeah. Well, we're going to need your help in there, so we're going to have to think of something. Well, there are service entrances up on the roof. I'll just climb up there and find one of those to get in. Well, it's not the best plan in the world, but I don't see that we have much of a choice. No, me neither. All right, do it, but be careful. Right, then. And don't let anyone see you once you're inside. The last thing we need is a panic. You know how Earthlings are. Got it. Well, you better get ready if we're going in. Right. Well, how do I look? Human. And I gotta be honest with you, it's a little freaky. It always is. And just memorize what I look like so it doesn't throw you off later. The last thing I need is to be accidentally shot. Hey, I'm not that unprofessional. I've never thought of you as anything less than a consummate professional, Turvey. But to be honest, I'm not sure we can completely trust our instincts or our senses in here. Well, you got me there. What's the plan? Infiltrate, learn all we can, and kick almighty ass on the way out. Same old, same old. Yep. Let's go. I'm thinking we're going to need uniforms. What do you think? Nurses or doctors? Oh, surprise me with variety. Yeah, well, be careful what you wish. Right. Now, you get right into bed there, my dear. Pretty young lady like you shouldn't look nearly as exhausted as you do. Yes, Dr. Aziz? Now, I don't know if someone like Dr. Kasperzak is capable of actually feeling ashamed of herself, which she really ought to be. Mm. I don't know what she's putting you through, but my foot goes down here and it stops. You need your rest. Mm. I mean, you are not well and you need to conserve your energy. I say so. I know. For at least one more time. What do you mean? Everyone's here. Everything's in place. And I can't hold it back anymore. Helen, Helen, what are you talking about? I mean, I don't understand. The other you does. The other me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I always pegged you for being really, really clever. So, tell me, how long did it take to figure me out? About two days. See, I knew you had it in you. That makes me so very, very proud of you. So, if I'm to understand you right, the players are on the field, the stars are right, and the clock is ticking. Uh Uh-huh. So, tell me, what does our friend down in the chapel think of all of this? It's almost awake. You should probably get going. Yeah, you're right, I probably should. Before I do, though, I have one quick question. You've seen them, haven't you? Hmm? The cities in the desert, I mean. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. And I'll tell you what, if I come out the winner in all of this, I'll tell you all about them. How's that? What was your question? (laughs) Or not. 
You don't have to answer this if you don't want to. It's entirely up to you. The angel in the basement, Helen. Casper's ex says you can control it. Can you? No. <laughs> well, that sounds about par for the course for this operation. Do me a favor, will you, Helen? Hmm? Or at least do Dr. Aziz a favor. What? Make your own decisions. And don't throw your life away. See you soon. Okay. So many fates in the hands of one so young. So many paths to choose. Which way will you go? I don't know yet. Time's up. And I still don't know. Well, perhaps I can help you along. Maybe we can help each other. Maybe. <laughs> You have been listening to The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, The Lightning for Hire, Part 9, written and performed by Kyan Chris Conroy as part of the Technical Difficulties Podcast series. To contact me, it's techdiff at gmail.com. To comment on this show, go to techdiff.com. Twitter.com slash techdiff is the Twitter feed. Look for Technical Difficulties on Facebook and Google+. To be continued next time on The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, The Lightning for Hire. say he's a force, not of nature, but of something more primal than that. He's the acid taste of vengeance you can't quite swallow down in a town that's besieged by fear, an unbreathed regret. Others say he was a man who wouldn't rest until all the pain in the world was fed back to those who minded out of others. He's only known by one name, from county to county, in the hours past dawn, and in the haze-filled air, you'll see him walking towards you if you keep secrets, if you harm folks. He's the drifter, and he won't stop. Till sorrow's end. A weird western series from Jeffrey Billard starring The Drifter. From Audio Groovecats and the Amigo Collective. Coming 2023. Only on Mutual. 
with Episode 1, Before a Wind. <laughs> 